0: Confused about which foods to stock in your kitchen? My free Bare Essentials ebook is the ultimate grocery list for healthy eating success. In the ebook, you'll learn how to stock your kitchen, which removes the confusion about what's actually healthy. The ebook also contains healthy, delicious recipes so that you can put those ingredients into action and give your body the nutrient that it needs. You can grab it now at TrudyEstone.com forward slash pantry. There's also a link in the show notes for you to grab it. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, author, and mind-body coach. And several years ago, I self-hacked my mind and my body to lose 30 pounds. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and weight loss habits, you'll also learn how to address the destructive habits and negative self-talk that lead to overeating and battles with your weight. The secret to losing weight and keeping it off is not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your journey with every single episode. Let's begin. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show. This is culinary nutritionist, Trudy Stone, and I'm so grateful for you tuning in today. I've got someone really, really special for you on today's episode. Now, I've been working to bring people on to help us think differently. And right now, we're dealing with a very strange and very evolving and constantly changing world. And we really need to think differently within our own lives and how we can overcome these challenges as well as solving these problems. And I really love the quote from Albert Einstein when he says, we cannot solve a problem from the same level of thinking that created the problem. And that's what we often try to do. We try to stay the same person and figure out the same problems in our lives when usually these challenges are there to help us achieve higher levels of being or prepare us for that next level in life. But we have to embrace that. We have to embrace that challenge. Also, October is Emotional Wellness Month and World Mental Health Day is on October the 10th. So this year, World Mental Health Day comes at a time when our daily lives have changed considerably as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. And the past few months have brought many challenges for healthcare care workers, um, you know, providing care in difficult situations, to teachers, to friends, to parents trying to homeschool, to people being anxious about their futures. Um, so many different reasons. And for people from mental health conditions experiencing even greater social isolation than ever before. And this is to say nothing of managing the grief of losing a loved one, sometimes without being able to even have the opportunity to say goodbye. Also, the economic consequences of the the pandemic are already being felt. Companies are letting go of staff in an effort to save their businesses or have to shut down completely. You might even be playing around with the idea of starting a new business or embarking on a new career. So for these mental health, as well as the economic consequences, this is why I'm so glad to have our special guest join us on today's show. So today... We're sitting down with Danny Stone, or Coach Stone, as he's known by many. He is a coach, he's a speaker, he's an author, and he's an entrepreneur. You forgot podcast host here. Oh no, it's coming up in the bio. <laughs> he has coached hundreds of people, helping them to level up their careers, businesses, and lives. His new podcast, The Grind and Gratitude Show, is inspiring people in 21 countries. Danny believes that you have something special. Find out what it is and live it out loud. And in true transparency, Danny is also my husband. So if you're wondering, how come they have the same last name? What's going on here? True transparency. He is my wonderful, amazing husband, but I really respect the way that he thinks. He is just such a I like to use the word thought leader when I describe Danny, because really, that's what he is. And he just has this innate ability to really connect with other people and to really help them to shift their perspective. And when we started dating, actually, and I was talking about this with Danny the other day, one of the things that really made me gravitate towards him was that he just thought so differently. So you're in for a real treat for today's episode. So welcome to the show, Mr. Danny Stone.
1: Thank you, wife. Thank you for that amazing introduction.
0: And I'm happy to be here. It's so good to have you. So, Danny, for those of you who don't know you, could you share a brief synopsis about your background? Synopsis, not synopsis. I'm making up words here. See, this is what what Danny does to me. He's like brings the heat. (laughs) So, Danny, can you share a brief synopsis about your background and what you're up to in the world?
1: Okay. Well, I mean, a little bit about me. I like to start with like, like letting people know where I grew up. So I grew up in low-income housing, surrounded by drugs and crime, and I was really headed down the wrong path. And growing up in that environment, I never really looked to the future. I never set goals. I just tried to survive day after day. And, you know, it was at 18 years old that I had this turning point in my life and I had an opportunity to go to college. And that was a, the, the kind of turning point in my whole life. Because at that particular moment, I realized that I had to walk my own path, and I couldn't be concerned with what other people had to say about my life. And so that was kind of the catalyst for everything. And from there, you know, I got into helping people in my community. I was always working with youth and trying to empower youth. And then I started working with adults as a career coach. And um, you know, fast forward years later. Um, I wrote uh, one book called You Have the Keys, Now Drive. I wrote a, co-wrote another one called New Me with Nine Other Men. And I'm just very fortunate to be able to speak on stages and have courses and programs that really inspire people to break through the challenges that they're having and step into their greatness or or follow these dreams and these goals and these aspirations that they have.
0: Right. So Danny, I want to talk. I'm so glad you mentioned your books because I do want to talk about your first book. You have the keys now drive. It is such an incredible book. It's filled with so many actionable tips, which which is what I really love about it. And it's really so important for people to read in this time of helping people to think differently. So the first thing I really want to ask you about is what inspired you to write this book in the first place?
1: What inspired me to write the book was, you know, my own journey of just feeling not worthy and lacking confidence and not really knowing what's next. And then every time I would try to take a step forward, something would happen and I would get pulled back. And it wasn't until I sort of landed this role as a a career coach many years ago. And I realized that in coaching people, it was more about life. It was about life experience. It was about life, understanding how people work and understanding how people live their lives and the challenges the ups and the downs and that was a real education for me you know i was learning what why some people who came from nothing became very successful and some people who came from middle or upper class families and who seemingly had everything kind of had this mindset where they didn't end up being successful in their life and so in hearing all of these stories in my own journey and the story in the journey of my friends and some of my family members I thought there's things that I've learned over my life that I could probably share with other people. And for some reason I thought I could write a book. And I don't know why because I was always taught told that I was a bad writer. You know, in high school I had teachers that told me like you're not a good writer. And even in my jobs, you know, my emails and my communications, I was always told that I wasn't a good writer. And so I kind of adopted that. I never thought I was a good writer. But I decided to write this book because if it could help one person, and, and literally that's what it was. I sat down and I started to write out all of these things that I've been learning about mindset and habits and how to achieve your goals. I started writing and I thought, if I could just help one person, then it's worth it. And you know, it's reached seven or eight countries, readers all around the world, and really positive feedback from different people. And I'm just really blessed to be able to help people.
0: Yeah. You know, and Danny, I want to add to that too, because we've had conversations about that as well, in terms of you feeling like you're not a good writer, but if anybody is following Danny on Instagram, you will know he is an amazing writer and he has this amazing ability to just tell people what they need to hear when they need to hear it. So if you guys aren't following Danny on Instagram, you guys need to make sure you're doing that. I will make sure I will link up his handle in the show notes for you. You guys, man, his Instagram account is just pure, absolute fire.
1: <laughs> Thanks.
0: <laughs> All right. So Danny, people who know you see you as being very strong and very resilient. I'm one of those people as well. Not that I consider myself to be strong and resilient, but that I see you as someone that's very strong and resilient. So Actually, you know what? I'm not going to knock myself down. I'm strong and resilient too, damn it.
1: To <laughs> what are you talking about? Of course you're yeah. strong and resilient.
0: I never want to come across as egotistical, but yes, I believe I'm very strong and resilient as well, but you just walk the talk and you're just somebody who really embodies everything that you talk about. And so the next question I have for you is what's one major challenge that you've had to overcome in life and how did you get through that?
1: Well, many. You know, I've had to overcome um you know a few major deaths in my family you know i lost my grandmother over 10 years ago and my grandmother was a huge role model in my life my grandparents emigrated from jamaica to canada back in the 1960s and um you know we grew up here in canada and i remember you know going to my grandparents house and and going to the garden and and helping my my grandmother cook up food and we had all of these memories and as i got older we kind of developed this really special bond and this really like friendship like we became really great friends and so you know one of the things that my grandmother always told me is that you know you have to follow your own path you know there's there's greatness within you just just seek out more out of life because you're capable of so much more so losing my grandmother was a challenge but i think with her we had such a great relationship and we had said so many things to each other that I I was I was okay with that. I was okay with her moving on and uh, passing on. And you know, fast forward a few years later, and you know this, babe. I lost another person who was who was kind of like my mom's best friend. Her name was uh, Aunt Juju, and you know, she was somebody who was like another mother to me, and. I think her passing kind of hit me a little bit differently than my grandmother because she had passed away about three or four weeks before Trudy and I were set to get married. And we were looking forward to uh, having her there and being a part of the wedding and everything. And, you know, three or four weeks before the wedding, you know, unfortunately, she got hit by a truck and she lost her life. And that was difficult for me um to get past. And again, we had a great relationship and you know, there was nothing really unsaid, but I think it was the fact that, you know, my grandmother had passed away so long ago and I was looking forward to having my aunt Juju at the wedding and and her son who's like my brother, Curtis. And I think that kind of hit me a little bit differently. And you know, one of the ways that I kind of got through that was was Trudy, you, my wife You know, you really you really were there for me at that time and everything that I was going through. And I think that, you know, just your energy and your attitude and you knew Juju and and you loved her as well. And so I think that's something that we shared together that really helped me to get through that grieving process. The other thing was that we were about to get married in a few weeks. So it's not like I had a lot of time to really think about everything because we had all these people coming for the wedding. But it was after all of that, that I kind of just, I focused on the the memories. I focused on the great things, the lessons that I learned from her. I focused on the relationship that I had with her son because we were kind of like brothers. And so the things that kind of helped me to get through that difficult time was being around family and friends, um, my faith, you know, uh, really having a belief that God had, you know, something special planned for her and something special planned for me and just understanding and reliving those amazing moments that I had with her. So I know that's kind of a long answer, but that's kind of how I was able to get through, you know, two of the most important people sort of passing on.
0: Yeah, and I also think, you know, when somebody close to us passes away, it's such such a difficult time. Uh, I remember just thinking back to when we lost Juju and I pause because every time I talk about her, I start to get emotional. Deep breath, <laughs> but um, you know we both loved her so much, and I think when someone passes away that's close to us that we really love, I think it's it's really important for us to find a way to honor that person. You know, whether it's taking on something that was really important to that person, and you know, fulfilling that in some way in our life to kind of make that person proud. I really do think it is important to still be able to honor that person in some capacity. And I think that's also a way um, for us, you know, to help us to grieve as well. So thank you so much for sharing that and for making me cry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it, it is emotional. And I also want to say this, it's like, and I'm glad that you said it's about, you know, when somebody passes on, it's about honoring their memory. And one of the ways that I honor both my, my grandmother's memory and Aunt Juju is, is by living authentically, like being who I'm supposed to be. And that's one thing about both of them. One thing about my grandmother and one thing about my Aunt Juju was that they were two people that were just loving and caring. And, you know, they would give you their hearts and they would always be there to listen. And they were about helping people and empowering people. And I inherited that from both of them. And so that's what I'm about. I'm out here in the world trying to help people break through the challenges that they're having to see something great in themselves to see something special about them. And that's why I say that in a lot of my social media posts. And when I say that to people, and even in my podcast, I end it with that. There's something special about you. Find out what it is and live it out loud. And so that's a way that I honor the memory of my grandmother and my aunt Juju and my mom and and the rest of my family as well.
0: Yeah. So, Danny, what words of advice would you have for somebody or for those people who are going through a difficult time right now, especially during a pandemic where they might be feeling lost or they might be feeling lonely or they might be feeling uncertain about life and about the future?
1: Well, you know, one of the things that I would say, you know, right away is to look beyond yourself. You know, whether you are somebody of faith or not, you know, know that whatever your creator, whoever you believe in, the universe, God, whatever it is that you believe in is going to get you through this. Because sometimes we have to depend on something more than ourselves, more than other people. And so I think it's really important that to be faithful or to to know that the the universe isn't working against you, it's working with you, even in difficult times. And so that's one of the first things that I, I like to tell people. The other thing is to focus on gratitude, focus on the things that you have. It's easy to focus on the things that aren't going right. It's easy to focus on, you know, having to be home because of this pandemic, or maybe you're not working, or maybe you don't have a chance to see your family. But what are the things that you do have that you're grateful for? Are you grateful that you woke up today? Are you grateful that you have a roof over your head? You have food to eat. You have people that love and care about you. Like focus on gratitude, because when you focus on gratitude, you start to see things with that lens, right? And when you focus on gratitude, you also see that the positive things that are working for you. You know, it might be a new relationship. It might be a new career opportunity. Maybe this is a time for you to pivot. Maybe you were in a job that you really didn't like, and this is an opportunity for you to reflect and maybe look for something else. or maybe. You never had that much time to spend with your kids because you were always working. And over the last few months, you were actually able to spend time with your children and get to know each other on a deeper level. So what are the blessings in the midst of a crisis, right? And the other thing that I I, I tell people is, like connect with other people, like let people know that maybe you're struggling a little bit. Sometimes when we're going through challenging times, we keep it bottled up because we don't want other people to know, or we don't want to burden them with our problems, but that's what your friends and your family are there, are there for. They want to know what's going on with you, just like you would want to know what's going on with them. Right. So reach out to people, check on them, let them know how you're doing. And then the other thing I would say is, is to get active, right? One of the ways to change your emotion is through motion. So if you're feeling down or you're feeling depressed or you're feeling you know, anxious, one of the best things that you can do is to get active, whether it's, you know, go outside for a walk or do some form of exercise, uh, go for a bike ride, do something active with your kids. Because when you're not feeling well, or you're not feeling good about yourself or your situation, movement is the thing that kind of gives us that, that energy and that dopamine and all of the things that make us feel good. So those are like four things that I would recommend.
0: Yeah. And there's so many things there to unpack. And but the exercise thing, I mean, you know, I kind of fell off during the pandemic with my exercising and there was a few weeks there, maybe several weeks there (laughs) (laughs) where I wasn't working out. And then I just wasn't really feeling good about myself. And when I started working out, I started to feel a lot better. And it wasn't... The thing is, with working out, for me, it's not so much about the external. It's more about the internal and about how I feel. And it's also about the decisions that you make, too. So I find that when I exercise, I make better decisions, right? Because I can think more clearly. I you know make healthier food choices because I've already spent maybe you know half an hour or an hour working out. And I also find it's very strange, but I also find on those days where I feel like I don't want to work out or I feel like I want to hit the snooze button for the eighth time and I'm dragging my feet that I have the best workouts. So there's something to be said for that as well. And I do think exercise is a huge part of mental health. But I also want to talk about passion as well and people you know, discovering what their passion is. Because I think now with the pandemic, a lot of people are starting to wake up to realize that. Maybe their jobs aren't as stable as they thought that they once were. People are getting laid off, you know, so people have lost their job. Then you have other people who are uncertain about the future of their jobs, right? And they're not certain about that job security any longer. And they're starting to think, well, what are some other things I might be able to do with my life? What are some other ways that I could potentially, you know, make money or, or follow my passion? And this is actually something I'm getting asked about a lot from my health coaching clients. They're asking me about how to start a business as well. So there's definitely this kind of sense of entrepreneurship that's brewing out there. So how do you see like passion deficiency or, you know, not following your passion as a major source of stress or a lack of fulfillment? In coaching
1: hundreds of people over the last 15 years, one of the major stressors in people's lives is not doing work that they're passionate about, not doing work that they enjoy, and not feeling valued and appreciated in the work. It takes a a physical and mental toll on people. And so what happens is you may, you know, land a job and you anticipate moving up in the company. And maybe that doesn't work out. Or maybe you realize this isn't the, the, the work or the job for me. I want to do something more meaningful. One year passes, three years, five years, seven years, nine years, and now you feel like you're stuck. You feel like you're stuck in this job and you can't get out. And so it starts to eat away at people mentally, physically, spiritually. You know, I used to work in the corporate world and I saw so much sick leave and stress leave because of a job. People were so stressed out over a job that they didn't even want to be at. And so I, I saw it. I went to visit people in a hospital because of the stress and anxiety that they had over a job, right? So, and in seeing that, I I thought like, what is it that holds people back from really like pursuing something that they're passionate about? And a lot of it is they don't think that, you know, they can turn their passion into a job and actually make money. You know, one of the things when I ask people, you know, do you love what you do? Often people say, well, it pays the bills. (laughs) And I say, well, you can actually do something that you actually enjoy that pays the bills as well. You understand that. And so I think one of the things that people have to understand is that it's not only a select few people that can actually do something they're passionate about and earn a living. It's not just, you know, that person over there. We all have the ability to do that. But it starts with finding something that you're actually passionate about. And then figuring out a way to monetize that. And there's so many ways that you can do that. But I think what happens with us is that we have forgotten how to dream. We've forgotten how to think big. So when you're, you're, you wake up every day, you're going through the motions of going to your job and, or going to school or whatever it is, and you forget to think beyond where you are. You forget to dream bigger, to have bigger goals. And so the door is closed on you actually thinking that you can do something that you're passionate about or even work for an organization that, that treats you better, right? And so that's a shift that we have to make. We have to go from, I often help my coaching clients go from thinking something is impossible to possible to doing it. And those are the phases that we all have to go through if we wanna kind of step into to doing something that we're actually passionate about. But it does take a major toll on people. I've seen so much sick leave and stress leave from people working in stressful work environments or environments that they didn't even want to be in.
0: Right, right. And I think the World Health Organization has called depression the leading cause of disability worldwide. So there's also something to be said for that as well. And that was before the pandemic. So I can only imagine um, what's going to happen with those numbers now. Belly fat is a common struggle for people looking to lose weight, and it can also be harmful to your health. This type of fat is called visceral fat and is a major risk factor for heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and other serious conditions. It can be tough to lose, but not impossible. Learn how you can burn belly fat and make it easier with my free guide, 7 Ways to Melt Your Muffin Top Fast, Backed by Science. You can find it over at TrudyEstone.com. I'll also drop a link in the show notes so you can grab it. So Danny, what can people do to cultivate more meaning and more purpose into their lives?
1: Well, I think one of the things that you can do is, I like to say, and you know this, I talk about this all the time. You're probably tired of me talking about this, but develop a morning ritual. Now, people often confuse morning routine with morning ritual. And I'm very specific with certain words. And morning routine and morning ritual are not the same thing. Oh, Tell us more. Tell us more. Well, I will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> so a morning routine is the activities and everything that you have to do to prepare for the day. You got to get up. You have to shower. You have to brush your teeth. You have to, you know, put on clothes. You have to have a, a, eat something. That's your routine. Your ritual is are the activities that you do that you look forward to that are going to help to create more peace Calm and focus in your life. Now that's different. So it could be, you know, a part of my morning uh, ritual is waking up and thinking about five to six, seven things that I'm grateful for.
0: Am I number one?
1: You're always number (laughs) one. One, yeah, you're always number one. You're always number one. (laughs) That's the answer.
0: (laughs) But answer.
1: You know, it's um, I, I have this thing that I talk about in my book. You have the keys now. Drive. It's called the eight M's of a morning ritual. And so the very first one is meaning, which is gratitude. You wake up and automatically think about, you know, five or seven things that you're grateful for. And you can write them down. Some people call it a gratitude journey. You know, the second M that I always all, often refer to is, is uh, meditation. Now, meditation comes in so many different ways. A lot of people think of meditation as this 30-minute or hour-long chant, and you're sitting there and. You kind of create this vibration. And and that's definitely one form of meditation. But, you know, meditation can be simply finding some from some quiet place in your home and just sitting quietly and thinking about your expectations or what you want to happen that day or thinking about a big goal or a dream that you have or thinking about, you know, the type of person that you're trying to become. And that could be anywhere from three minutes to five minutes to an hour. So, you know, that's the other M. You know, the third M that I often tell people is mantra, right? A mantra is really just an affirmation. It's a set of powerful words that you aspire to be or that you know are within you that you want to bring out. And so a mantra can just be a very powerful statement about yourself. It can be a bunch of words, you know, that you see as that you want to integrate into your life. And while you're you're getting ready, you're saying this to yourself. And then there's other ones like mindful journaling. You know, journaling is very powerful. Or, you know, reading a book, exercise, movement is big, having a a healthy meal. So those are some of the things that I incorporate into my morning ritual. And that's definitely one thing that I often uh, tell people. Like, if you develop a morning ritual, you're automatically going to see a shift in your life you're going to see you're, you're more focused you're going to see you have more energy you're going to see that you reduce stress you're more prepared for the day you're more focused on your goals and your dreams all from just this one morning morning ritual so that's definitely something that I would recommend to people for sure
0: right and i also want to say it like, gets not about doing all of those things. So I don't want people to listen to this and think they got to meditate, they got to journal, they got to exercise, they got to stand on top of their heads or whatever it is. I just want people to understand that out of those things that Danny just mentioned, just pick one or two things that really work for you. Experiment with those things and see which ones you like and which ones give you the most satisfaction and which ones give you the most calm and the most fulfillment. And then I would just, you know, start using those ones on a more regular basis. So it's just really just finding what works for you. But if you don't, try it, you're never going to know, right?
1: Yeah, I agree. You don't have to do it all. Like, trust me, I'm not doing an hour workout every single day. You know, that's not my thing. But I do get active, you know, three to four times a week. That's my goal. So it's, it's about whatever works for you, right? And I think that's important. Whatever works for you.
0: Right. So what's one thing people can do to start to move their life forward?
1: I think I often tell people, Anytime I start working with a coaching client, you have to do what we do. What's called a, a reality check, you know, <laughs> and, and some people okay. just ain't ready for it. They're like, oh, boy, I'm like, listen, we're about to do this reality check and we're about to get really real. And they're like, oh, boy, you know,
0: sounds like what I
1: say then. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's- <laughs> yeah I get. It. But it's about like being honest about where you are in your life right now, because. A lot of us know that we have to make some changes in our lives or we know we're stuck in some area of our life, whether it's in a relationship that's not loving and caring, whether you're at a job that's really stressing you out. Or maybe, you, you know, you, you don't have the energy to be the type of parent that you want or your health is suffering. Like we know that, but we run from it. Right. So every day we wake up, we do all of these things to avoid that. And so we start. You have to do a reality check. Where are you right now? And where do you want to go in the areas of your life that matter? Where do you want to go in terms of your health, your relationship with your partner, as a parent, in your career? And what is it going to take to get there? So I always recommend that we just start with a reality check. And, and for some people, journaling works, where you sit down and you say, like, you know, rate yourself, rate your health out of a 10, one being low, 10 being the highest. What is my health like right now? And be honest with yourself. Okay, my health is a four, and it's a four because I'm not eating, health, not eating right. I'm not going to the gym. I'm not exercising. What is my ideal health? Well, my ideal would be maybe an eight. So what would it take to become an eight? Well, I, I definitely have to start eating better. I definitely have to at least exercise, you know, two or three times a week. And then look at that. And then you develop a plan from that. So that's definitely something that I think a lot of us have to start with is we got to, <laughs> even though it's tough. Look, I've had some tough conversations with myself when I was 30 pounds overweight. I had to sit down and, and look at my pants busting open and, and say, look, man, Danny, you're getting fat. You need to do something about this. And it was a hard truth for me. And I'm glad that I did it because if I didn't, maybe I wouldn't have met you because you wouldn't have looked at me and we wouldn't
0: be married. (laughs) Oh, don't say that. That's not true at all. I fell in love with your mind. Wow. That was deep. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Do you wish you could uncover the sabotaging patterns that are preventing you from reaching and maintaining your desired weight? Take my free quiz to discover your diet personality so that you can pinpoint habit forming strategies that will help you to achieve lasting weight loss. You can take the quiz over at TrudyEstone.com. All right. So, Danny, you also have a podcast called The Grind and Gratitude Show. I love that name. What inspired you to create this podcast? I've been
1: thinking about doing a podcast for a while and in the midst of this pandemic, I thought to myself, you know, how can I serve people more? And at that particular time, you know, I think the day after the pandemic started and we got locked down, I started going live on Instagram and Facebook, just teaching people different things about how to change your mindset, how to develop better habits, you know, um, how to start a side hustle. And, you know, people were tuning in, I think to this point, I think I'd done over about 110 of those lives. And so I thought, you know, how can I reach more people? How can I serve more people? How can I help? And I'd always been thinking about a podcast and I thought maybe now's the the time to start it. And I thought, well, during a pandemic, starting a podcast. And I'm like, yeah, it's the right time to start it. And so I decided on launching the podcast and I really wanted it to be about the hustle. Like how you get things that you want in life is really about the grind. It's about the hustle. But you also have to be grateful, right? And I never hear a lot of people talk about both of those things together. Mm. You either hear people talking about you need to grind and hustle and work 20 hours a day to get what you want. And, you know, your family's just going to have to understand, put your family on the back burner. I hear that. Or I hear the other side where, you know, you just have to meditate and focus on what you want. And manifest what you want and things will just come to you and i'm like no you need to do both (laughs) if you want to live the life that you want you have to do both and so that's how the podcast kind of came about i thought about my own journey you know growing up in low-income housing to managing training for some major companies to launching my own business to writing books and i thought i couldn't have done that if i didn't hustle and grind right and at the same time along that journey as I was serving people and people were coming in and saying, you know, Danny, you know, that book was really impactful or that speech or that blog post or that social media post, I took time out to be grateful that God was using me in a different way. And so that's how I came, came up with the Grind and Gratitude podcast. And I decided to launch it during the pandemic. And um, yeah, it's been great. I've had some great guests on there. I still haven't had you on there. <laughs>
0: Eat Everybody wait it.
1: for Trudy to come on this on, onto my podcast, but I've had some amazing guests every week. It's just real practical tips that are going to help you to move your life and your business and your career forward.
0: Right. You know, I just, I love, like I said, I love the name of the podcast. I really like the concept of it because you're right. I just feel like there's a lot of people out there, especially, you know, with people, or there's other entrepreneurs out there helping people to grow their businesses. And it's all about that hustle. It's all about the work until you drop. And if you don't, then you're not serious about your business and all of these things. And I think your podcast is just, it really, you know, underlines the importance of having that balance in our lives. Cause it isn't all just about the hustle. Like our, Families or people who support us; those people are an important part of the process as well. And you know, just being grateful for what you do have along the way to getting what it is that you want in life as well. So there's just so many different themes there that I love about your podcast. And um, just make sure you listen to that. I will definitely drop a link in the show notes for you guys.
1: Yeah, and I want to say this to you too. Like, you know, you're somebody who lives it too. I mean, you're out here helping people. You have a book out, Unbreakable. You have this podcast that you you launched to help people more with their mindset around food and health and wellness you know you're a tv guest expert and i'm so proud of everything that you've been doing like you've been doing amazing work out here really helping people to kind of break through all of these limiting beliefs about health and wellness and mindset and food and and you know i just really want to say that because you could be doing so many other things and you're out here doing this you you have a podcast episode that comes out every week that gives people tools and resources and motivation to take control of their health and their wellness and their mindset. And without that, nothing else can happen. Mm -hmm. Nothing else can happen if your health is suffering. You can't be a great parent. You can't be a great partner. You can't be effective in your job or your business. None of that matters if you're not taking care of your health and wellness. And that's why your podcast, your TV appearances, your book, your blog, everything is so important and so relevant right now. So I just want to acknowledge you for that and I'm so proud of you. And and I think it's it's really amazing work that you're doing. And I see the feedback. People come up to me and say, hey, I saw Trudy's TV appearance. Wow, that was amazing. I didn't know this about lentils. I'm going to try that recipe. And you have people trying recipes. You had one of my friends try a cauliflower taco recipe. (laughs) Who is like an extreme carnivore? And he hit me up. He's like, "Man, I don't even know why I tried it. It just looks so good, Danny. It was amazing." So, I just need people to understand that you do this because you love it, and you're making a difference. Like I, I, people come up to me all the time talking about all of the great stuff that you're doing, and I'm like, "Hey, well, you know, what about me?" And you
0: know, (laughs) Danny, thank you so much. That means so, so, so much to me, everything you just said. And, you know, I couldn't do it without you. Like you're just such a huge supporter of mine. You always have been. Um, I know you will continue to be a huge supporter of mine. And even in sometimes in those frantic moments that people don't see behind the scenes when I am you know, launching a program, or I'm about to go on TV, like Danny's just always, you know, that calm, cool presence that just keeps me really calm under pressure. And it's just that constant, like that just rock that I know I can always rely on all the time. So I'm so fortunate to have you in my life. And um, thank you so much again for your support. You don't have to thank me. You're welcome. Well, Danny, let's talk about your boot camp Um, because, like I said, I'm getting a lot of questions lately from people in terms of, okay, so tell me, how did you start your business again? Like, okay, what do I got to do? What's an email list? What's this? So, people are just having a lot of questions about, you know, starting their own business, whether it's online or whether it's offline, and that's why another reason why I wanted to bring you on the show as well because that's what you help people to do, and you have this incredible boot camp coming up that will help people to do just that. So. Can you tell us a little bit more about this bootcamp you have coming up?
1: Yeah, the bootcamp is really a three day online experience where I'm gonna be teaching people how to find the right profitable idea to launch your amazing business. And that's what it's all about. You see, many of us have either too many ideas and we get overwhelmed because we're not sure which one to try to uh, start a side hustle or which one to launch, or we don't have an idea at all. Or we just see other people doing things and we think, well, maybe I can try that or maybe that's not for me. So this is really going to help people to hone in on the right idea for them. The right idea that you can launch your amazing business. And so we're going to go through all of these different tools and resources that I've, I've learned over the last you know 10 to 12 years and really dig deep in terms of finding that idea niching it down so that you you're very specific about what it is and Who your target audience is so that you can communicate with those people and land that particular audience is it an online business or an offline business and Really help you to get clear about not only the idea But how you can possibly turn that into a thriving business. So I'm really excited about it You know, I've been doing this stuff for um, quite some time. I've been working with um, entrepreneurs for at least the last seven years. And I'm really excited about the boot camp because I know that once you find that idea that you're you're passionate about, that you know that you can make money with, it's just a matter of learning that that strategy to turn it into a reality. So I'm really excited about it. It's going to be fire. It's going to be great. You're going to learn a lot. It's going to be real hands-on. So it's going to be me coaching you every day and you'll have a chance to ask questions. I'm going to provide you with a lot of resources. And trust me, when you walk away from this, you're going to have that profitable idea.
0: I love that. And I think this is coming at such the perfect time, Danny. Like I said, it's, it's time right now. People are curious. You know, you always say that, that quote, what do you always say? People have to have the discipline to follow their curiosity. What? That, what that is? You, you, you listen to you actually. yeah. Wow, <laughs> you listen to me sometimes. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I do. <laughs> but yeah, I think so. I think your boot camp is coming at a perfect time right now. People are more open to that more than ever before, and you know, maybe even have a little bit more time on their hands now as well because maybe they're not commuting two hours a day anymore. So and they're working from home. So now they have that opportunity to pursue that side hustle. So guys, if you guys are serious about what, you know, learning more about what that looks like to actually start your own business. If you just want to start dipping your toe in, you know, figuring out what your idea is. And you know, once you have your idea, is this even a profitable idea? Danny's going to take you through all of that. So I'm going to place a link to the show notes so you guys can make sure to join that boot camp. And again, you guys don't want to miss out. You guys are absolutely going to love it. So Danny, where can people find your amazing self? You can find me everywhere.
1: I am Danny Stone, (laughs) and and it's all my social medias. It's my website, Iamdannystone.com. Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever you are, I am. So TikTok. (laughs) So yeah. You're on
0: TikTok now.
1: I'm I'm TikTok. Oh, I gotta go check out your TikTok account. I didn't know you were on TikTok. Breaking news
0: on the Mind Your Body podcast. (laughs) My dance is on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Uh I'll have to do a TikTok video soon. We should. We should do one together.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You can find me there. I'm usually um, just send me a DM on Instagram. That's where I I usually respond to people the most. Um, But I really do believe this. And I, I think that this is important. I don't just say that. Like, I really believe that there's something special about you. And you really have to find out what it is because you owe it to the world. You can't be selfish with your talent and your gift. Find out what it is and share it with the world. And that's why I'm launching this boot camp. That's why I do all the things that I do. I speak and and write books because I know that every single person has something special about them. And I know that there's people out there who need to hear from them, who need you to open that business, who need you to write that book, who need you to tell your story. And that's what I want to help you to do.
0: Mm -hmm. And everybody has a story. And there's so many lessons that other people can learn from your story. So, you know, never, you know, just think, oh, yeah, I just, I, this just happened to me. No one really cares about that. Like there could be somebody struggling with that very thing right now. And you having that experience of going through that can help that person can help multiple people. So never discount your story and how important and transformational that can be in somebody else's life. You're so smart. Yeah, I learned a little from you. danny thank you so much for joining us on the mind your body show today it's been a pleasure having you here and again make sure you sign up to danny stone's boot camp i'm going to link it in the show notes and i'll also link all of his uh, social media handles and website and all that great stuff so you can continue to follow danny thanks again danny
1: well thanks so much for having
0: me i appreciate it thanks for listening to this episode of the mind your body show I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEStone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.